episode 154. Whoops. There we go. Jamie's got us there. Zach was thinking it was 152. He's way off. I was back in 2022. That's right. That's true. Technically very true. Welcome back to Submersion 2023, baby. How's everybody yep. doing? We got a uh, we've we've uh we've not caught up since Christmas and New Year's now. Jamie's got some items for discussion tonight. I do some as cues. well. We don't have our El Capitan, so we're gonna fill in the blanks. I know Kyle brings in just you know a lot of joy, a lot of laughter, especially around this holiday season. We don't have them. We're gonna try to bring the energy though, the enthusiasm, the fun jib jabs. What's going on, my boys? All Tell right. us about... Up to, up to top, I got these list of questions. Some of them right. are for like now, some of them for the future, some of them for the <laughs> way future, but I got to go back for one for the past. And the question is, do you guys remember when we were talking about Bond and like the new Bond, when you watched the Bond film and that would have been 2022, not 2023, which is now, but the previous year, 2022, <laughs> we were talking about Bond, right? And we were talking about yeah. the new Bond, the possibility of a new Bond. Did, yeah. did, it, did it ever come up? Because I know I mentioned like Tim, Timothy Chalamet, things like that, new Bond. Did we make sure to mention anything having to do with horny Bond? Like, you know how Moore, Roger Moore is like real horny in his, as Bond in his? Did I make the point to say that I think they should return t- to that Bond? Like to uh, horny style Bond? Yeah, like, like that's what you think we should go back to? It could be, it should be a Bond that is distracted and almost dies at least once a movie because he's like almost horny. He, yeah, and he's like almost seduced by a bad person, or he's so enthralled with someone that then he gets like in a j- uh, jam as a result. Did if I mention not, that? If not, in No Time to Die, we've definitely mentioned it before because that was yeah. like the fourth Bond movie we've watched, and we we've talked about we really miss the lecherous James Bond. Okay, that was my first question. I just wanted to make sure I was asking whether I brought that up. The answer seems to be no, and so I'm bringing it up now. In twenty one, you want so, so you're on the record. <laughs> we are putting it as J- Jamie wants more Roger Moore esque Bond and buffoonery. Yes, if I you want. Will. I want if they're going to go young Bond, young young guys. What are they? What are they like? Maybe they're a little I horny. S- I saw they were looking at somebody for that role. Uh, Aaron, it, uh, it's Aaron, Aaron Taylor, Taylor guy. Aaron, Aaron Taylor, Taylor Johnson. Yep. Uh, yeah, the guy that was on Bullet yep. Train. Right. Also, he, yeah. Godzilla. Come on, guys. Didn't I just Fuck. see him in something? Aaron Taylor. Bullet Train. No, it's not Bullet Godzilla. Train. It was something else. Uh, but Jamie, on the record, wants Horny Bond back. Uh, you should right. get involved in like a civil case or something. And then when you're in the courtroom, you can say that on the record as one of your answers, very off topic to whatever question you get asked, just so you get it on public record. That's true. You want, you want Horny Bond back and then go into answering the question that was asked of you. Oh, you know what it was? I just heard that he, I, someone was discussing the upcoming movie, Craven the Hunter, speaking of 2023, and he plays Craven the Hunter in. Oh, is that a com- comic book movie? Yeah, he is, he is the titular Craven the Hunter. Uh, okay. That's, that's where it had come up recently. He's one of uh, Spider Man's villains. Yeah. That's cool. I'm not a big uh, comic book movie guy, but I remember reading all the Spider-Man comic books as a child. I remember Craven. He always wore like uh, animal pelts, and I don't, I was kind of the most dangerous game character. I forget what his name was. Uh, starts with a Z. 
But uh, very cool. Uh, right. What else that do you was, have there, Jamie? Well, <laughs> I think I think if you have a Christmas one, we can jump to that because my ne- my next one is an is a New Year's Eve one, a New Year's one, New Year's one. Oh my goodness, this is very this is very scripted. Uh, it's very scripted. Yeah. Well, what's your next one, Jamie? <laughs> resolution, New, New Year's, New Year's resolutions. Uh, get six pack abs. This would be like the the oh ninth year running for you, Jamie. Yeah. No. I, oh wait, is that yours or mine? Because mine's six, yours. Six, six pack abs. Yeah. No. No. You're right. I've already got. Yeah, them. Yeah. I've this is the year. See this is the year. I can feel it. All right. I can feel uh, it. Abs. I was actually, it's going to be a topic of discussion later, but I have updated our spreadsheet after all these years. We're finally back up, caught up to speed, but it required me going back once again, listening to the catalog of submersion episodes. No, uh, you did not. God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at least heavy chunks of them. And uh, wow. Jamie resolved uh, a few years ago that he was going to get six-pack abs. And he said it was four years running, and that was in 2019. So he's up to like six or seven years now. Uh, One of these, is it, you know, it, it'll happen. So It'll happen. I've, I've, genuinely, I've genuinely been working towards that end, Jamie. I don't know if you're tongue-in-cheek, but I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get swole I'm over never, here. I'm never, I am never tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> It's all serious, all, right. all the all the time with me. So. Zach, you got a New Year's resolution? Uh, no resolution, but if I had to give uh, a theme, I would say um, I don't know. I haven't given it too much thought this time around. I've been kind of uh, been more loosey goosey with it, but I would say healthier choices. Mm. Let's stick with that. Healthier choices. Is that food and physicality, or does that include, you know, mental? Well, no, that's why it's a theme. So okay. it kind of like can be all encompassing in kind of whatever way I guess I want to interpret that as. But just I think kind of like an overall, overall, like guiding light. You know, it's like the healthier choices. You know, sure, so, sure. I mean, it's that. just a little subjective, but yeah, because you say what's soul. healthy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I like to do unhealthy things, but that's healthy for my soul. So which sure. one wins? Anybody else need yeah. to chime in? Anything notable, noteworthy? Christmas, we had uh, negative 33 degree wind chills here. Took an extra hour and a half to get home with all of the ice and snow. Anything else exciting going on in your world uh, around the holidays here? We had a we had a, a wonderful Adam Sandler-themed New Year's party at Zach's place. Uh, it was a hoot. I thanked him several times now, but... Uh, Adam Sandler themed. I came dressed as Billy Madison uh, in nice. the dodgeball scene. Uh, dodgeball in hand. I think I was a pretty compelling Billy Madison. I busted in and said, "Now you're all in big, big trouble." <laughs> That's pretty great. It's a great entrance. <laughs> ten out of ten. Stellar. Exactly. Zach, who are you? Who are you? I was Bobby Boucher, the Water Boy. Nice. I had his number nine jersey on. Great deal on that jersey too. Zach said he got it online. It was a yeah. Replica, twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Did Amazon. A- did anyone show up as Johnny Spanglish? Nope. Nah, no, no Spanglish, Spanglish representation. Zach's Had girlfriend some... was dressed as Scuba Steve. Yep, scuba, we had a Scuba Steve. We had... Uh, Happy oh Gilmore. Denz was Happy dressed Gilmore. as Happy Gilmore, which Happy was awesome. Gilmore. He looked great. We had... Um, what was the pair? Anyone? Anyone Big over? Uh, anyone, was it Big overboard? Daddy. What was it? Not overboard. Overboard? That was like his first movie ever. (laughs) Not overboard. Well, whatever. That one. But that that one's pretty notable because you could just look at the poster and he's got like swimmies on and all that stuff. It'd be very easy to be like, oh, that's that one. No, not 
But uh, great time. Thanks again, Zach. We had uh, we had pickle races. Uh, we had mm. uh, Adam Sandler trivia. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Adam Sandler themed foods and drinks. It was a good time. But well, here we I are. Can't, I can't live up to that because like the only thing I did was uh, Christmas in Connecticut. Threw that on the television right. and enjoyed my submarine movie on Christmas Day. I, I, I meant to mention that. I was, I was glad Jealous to see much? that you watched that. That was a good one. That was a good one. We watched that, I think, for Christmas two years ago, maybe. Might have been last year. I think it was two years ago. But uh, again, highly recommended by everyone on the podcast. Even Zach, who doesn't like the old movies. Uh, it's still the Christmas season, the octave of Christmas. I think we just passed it now by like a day or two. But if you need a good, feel-good submarine holiday movie, Christmas in Connecticut, a good one. But um, let's dive this sub. Dive, 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 dive! What began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, the artist formerly known as Brahm, Jamie the Ointment, Kyle El Capitan, and the gruesome twosome present Submersion. Okay, so this week, again, episode 150. Did I say 154 earlier? You did. You did. Shit. And I said 152. What right. is it? It's 153. Oh my God. Oh. Split the difference. <laughs> we should have known. It's because I typed in the dang movie on the spreadsheet that I got updated over here, and I was jumping ahead now to 154, Kyle, which Kyle, has got a just blank. Go, go back to the front cut of that, this episode and edit it to say three. Actually, I'll I want to hear I'll say it I with wanna... the same enthusiasm. You can overlay it. Episode 153. <laughs> See, no, Woo! what I want, what I want is 153, but it to be 153, and it just be Kyle's voice. <laughs> That's 153. The, that's the kind of editing Kyle and I would do back in the day in college. Yeah. A la Christopher Columbus, the uh, the movie. Uh, not, not to ever be seen again. Uh, episode 153, though, we've got another blockbuster. I promise you we're going to get back into just full-blown submarine content. You know, yeah, a lot hoping, of life on the sub. Hoping so. Yeah. Kyle's got some stuff for us. There's so many more out there that we just haven't watched. Uh, but we're just kind of in uh, like a three-episode arc now where uh, technically four in a row now. That's just not really super sub-centric. Uh, that theme continues as we watched Hollywood blockbuster Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom a la 2018. The Zach. middle. The middle episode. The middle of the three Jurassic Worlds. The middle. I'm very the curious. The middle. He's already playing some fart sound effects. I'm very curious because I, yep. I don't want to step on anyone's heels here, but I know Zach is a huge Jurassic Park fan. Speaking of New Year's parties, last year's New Year's party theme was Jurassic Park. Wow. So I'm curious yeah. if he's going to kind of dovetail with me and the world at large kind of in our uh, analysis and review of this film here. But uh, we'll find out here shortly. It's true. Uh, after Jamie's recap of it, real quick though, uh, Zach, you want to share uh, who who starred in this film? Oh yeah, let's talk about it. Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. The cast we have: Chris Pratt as 
Owen Grady. Woo. Next, Bryce Dallas Howard. You know her. She's that dang old Claire Deering. Then there's Rafe Spall as Eli Mills. And don't you Boo. forget about wacky old Justice Smith as Franklin Webb. <laughs> then there's good old Daniela Pineda as Zaya Rodriguez. Pineda. Then there's I'm pretty James sure Cromwell as Sir Benjamin Lockwood. <laughs> and then there's good old Toby Jones as Mr. Eversole. Then you Toby got Jones. Ted, Ted Levine as Ken Wheatley. And I had to get down to this person in the list. B.D. Wong Classic. as Dr. Henry Wu. He's back. He's back. Oh, my God, he's back. Then you got a few of the other ones sprinkled in there at the end. Isabella Sermon and Ma- as Mazzy Lockwood. Geraldine Chaplin as Iris. Uh, Mr. Jeff Goldblum as Dr. Ian fucking Malcolm. Barely. Yeah. Okay. It's a tease. It's a tip tease. I got to say, a tip tease uh, in this movie. two things. One, B.D. Wong looks amazing. It's incredible. I don't even understand. And I don't know if you guys watched the newest one. That would have been 2022 this year. The the Dominion came out. BD Wong's in it. He's 62. 62 what? years old. 62 he looks like he's 35. Old. He looks like, I, yeah. when they were like, oh, he was like in the original. I was just like, what? what, what? <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. He's 62 years old. It's insane. Yeah. And then. That's my, unbelievable. I was wondering why you guys were getting so worked up about it. I'm like, who's this guy? He's like, like a, he just looks like he's one of us. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, my first of three in recap questions. Chris Pratt, hot or not? What do you guys say? Hot or not? Uh, I was like, hmm. Yes. As no, a, he's as hot. a heterosexual guy. I, yeah, I, I absolutely, yeah, he's, hot. he's hot and he's, and I like his personality and his characters that he plays. Like I, I, gen, I genuinely enjoy seeing him in movies and in roles. I was, so, yeah, I was going to kind great. of make a note of that in my review. I, I feel like uh, this isn't typical Chris Pratt though. I feel like he's typically on point, has some great witticism. Those, those Chris yeah. Pratt, that Chris Pratt wit you get with Guardians of the Galaxy. And I think Perks he'll be back Rekawana. this year. He's going to be back because of Guardians of the Galaxy number three coming out. 2023, Year of the Pratt. Mark the writing out. was flat for him here. Anyone else we need to mention? Toby Jones, I remember him from Detectorist. Justice Smith was in that game that dropped this past year. Um, What was that, that werewolf game, Zach? Zach fell asleep. That werewolf No, I'm sorry. Um, Say that again. The, 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 the people that made Until Dawn. Oh, what about him? The Justice Smith is like the protagonist in the new the new game that that you guys played this year. Oh yeah, in the cabin. Uh, the um, the uh, yeah 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 the um. I can't what it's called. Was uh, Ted Levine uh, is Buffalo Bill. Yeah, I was gonna say Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs, but and uh, Leland's Captain Leland Leland Stottlemyre Stottlemyre and Monk. All right, <clears throat> should we get into this? Yeah, jump on in there, Jamie. We've delayed right. you long enough. I do find this kind of funny on Wikipedia where it says shortly after the events of Jurassic World, because uh, we open and a bunch of mercenary team is arriving on Isla Nublar, where Jurassic World was previously um, held. And Jurassic World, of course, famously uh, in the news because it got destroyed by dinosaurs. Uh, and everyone left kind of the dinosaurs alone over there. And they're there to collect DNA. And they're basically like, there's like a little submersible, only submarine action we have of the movie. I swear to God, I thought there was way more submarine action in this film. Apparently, I was wrong. Uh, it's just a submersible. Whatever. Sue me. Um, 
And so the submersible is going along Sorry. and they're like, there's no dinosaurs here. Like, right. Like, oh, they would have died by now. Right. And it's like, wait, but it's shortly after the events guys. It's just shortly after those events. Right. But anyways, they get in there, they get into the gate, they're submersibling around and they're behind them is a giant dinosaur. And so they get totally munched. No big deal. And everyone on the uh, island is like, hey, hey, we can't find him. We can't find him. So they start running away. And they, you know, hop on their helicopter. They're going away. The last person hops in the ladder and he's like, yeah, we effing did it. But then there's that giant sea creature comes <sighs> up and crushes him too. Chomp, chomp, chomp. That's her opening. Three years later, in one of the funniest things I've ever seen, and it only gets funnier if you guys actually seen Dominion. Dominion, it goes off the rails. This whole thing goes off the rails. But here it's yep. the United States Senate comes out and they've been debating, are we going to save the dinosaurs? And they announced to the world, United States Senate. No. We're not saving the dinosaurs. And I was like, Ew, why? But why? Why are you guys debating this? First of all, I'm going to come off a callous guy right now, but like, let the dinosaurs die. I'd say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let you them die. No, no, I'm going to cut them in then. If we're, if we're having this conversation right now, then, then we need to have it. And you don't have to apologize for that, Jamie, because that's the right question. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's, right. that's the answer to the question. Like, you, that, you let them die. The that's, volcano is erupting. That's the whole point of what Ian Malcolm is saying. He, the the, the everything volcano is, saying. is erupting. Take that opportunity yeah. to... Because guess what? Yeah. what's going to happen? You're going to have to hunt all those dinosaurs later anyways. You're going to have yeah. to hunt them. You're going to have to hunt <laughs> Stupid. them. Stupid. And the anyways. other thing, like, you already recreated them from, like, like, trace DNA you had from all these millions of years ago. You can certainly, I'm sure, do it again. If you really want to Good point. try again. Good point. Anyways. Yeah. There's an old guy. So John Hammond's long dead, but there's another guy, apparently. This is like one of the worst developments of this uh, portion of the franchise where they're just basically like, oh, Hammond. Yeah. He had like another guy too, who was just like Hammond. And he's also in a house up in California <laughs> though. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, are we going over this again? Like, this is exactly Lost World. Yeah. In Lost World, Malcolm was taken to the weird house when Hammond begged him to go back to the island and blah, blah, blah. And here we have Lockwood, a person we've never met before who apparently was Hammond's partner and we never heard about it oh but he was doing some controversial stuff so they broke it off and we never heard about him before great 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 cool so they just had to replace the old man with another old man and then they kill him off anyways it's just like crazy because it's like oh we need a new old man oh now he's dead it's like no you're just gonna need another (laughs) old man later later you have to be like there's a third one actually a third one trilogy worse stuff (laughs) so anyways uh he has a a friend or aide who like kind of runs everything his name is eli mills when me and patrick saw this person on screen we're like bad guy he just got a bad guy face he's basically walking around with his bad guy face being like i'm a bad guy and you're like cool great but he's pretending not to be a bad guy and he gets he asked claire he was a bad guy in a black mirror episode one of my my favorite black mirror episode white christmas he's like rami malek he can't show up without you being like jesus you're a bad guy um and so he's he's trying to get claire uh the you know um from the first film to go back and help them collect the dinosaurs she's she's been advocating for their survival and so they're gonna have her her, hey do you know anyone big question for the film do you know anyone (laughs) who maybe could possibly help us track down some of the dinosaurs over there who maybe has some experience with training and tracking dinosaurs and she's like (laughs) my my ex-boyfriend i think i might know someone guys and so in walks owen he's building a cabin as Owen would want to do. And he's like, um, not interested, let them die, basically. But I think it's like with he kind of uh 
kind of dangles blue, right? All blue's there. And he's like, oh, God, fuck it. I got to get blue. Okay. So off they go. They go out there. They brought along, she's brought along some of her help from the the nonprofit that she has advocating for the dinosaurs. A tech guy, he's real like nerdy. And then like a vet who is basically someone, it seems to be one of those things, like a theoretical like dinosaur vet who's never seen a dinosaur. Anyways, they're on the island. They reactivate the tracking system for all the dinosaurs. Um, but basically while they're going there and Owen goes off to find blue, but as they're there, the volcano starts erupting and we get this big action sequence. Everyone's running from the volcano. We're running from the volcano. Oh, we have to get into the clear plastic balls. Remember those from the first film, they're rolling down a thing. They roll into some water. I actually thought this scene was pretty cool because they end up in this plastic ball and they can't get out. Owen has to, uh, he gets like double crossed and they, they capture blue away from him, but he's now running from the volcano too. And he has to help them out of this plastic ball. And they eventually get on land and they realize, oh my God, they tricked us. They were bad guys. Who would have thought? No audience member could have predicted this. But they were looking down and they're basically like, oh, they just needed blue. I mean, basically they just needed us to find blue. That was the main purpose. That was the only reason why they brought the the few people that could possibly sabotage their plan with them. Uh, Because who else could possibly turn on the tracking system and find blue like Owen did? And so that ends up being kind of the, the point they're able to sneak back on to the boats where they have all the dinosaurs heading off. And you do get actually, this, this was one scene that I thought was very successful, which was they're kind of floating away on the boat. Uh, they're able to jump onto the boat. It's a big action scene, but like they're floating away and they look back on the island as it's kind of getting um, destroyed by the volcano. And there's a big, uh, whatever, a brontosaurus. brontosaurus. You know, I, I guess I, I shouldn't say it's definitely a brontosaurus since yeah. there's all kinds of weird dinosaurs they throw at you. Yeah. So they'd be like, oh, that's actually a... That's a diplodocus. Yeah. Yeah. If I, had a, if I had a child, that child probably be like, that's a brachiosaurus. <laughs> and I'd be like, Would they cool sound kid. like that too? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and they bring yeah. out their book. They'd be like, check out my dinosaur book. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, kid. Uh, anyways. You're going to uh, make so a great would, father, Jamie. Well, yeah, I'd be. No, I'm gonna love all that shit. I'd be like, show me more dinosaurs, please. Uh, that'd be my voice now that I'm a dad. Um, that's what Kyle sounds like nowadays. Uh, but, yeah. uh, anyways, they, they're floating away. And I thought that was actually kind of a beautiful, <laughs> uh, beautiful view in the end. Although the sentiment was lost in me as I was like, destroy them all, bring them back to the island, let the volcano destroy them. Um, and so, anyways, they get back to land. It did. The Brontosaurus there did the same pose it did in from the first movie. So there we go. Very In the original like Jurassic Park. Pulling it, pulling at my heartstrings. Callback. Yeah. And so they they're able to. At this point, it's kind of funny. And I'll get into it a little bit with the background of the uh, of the production or whatever. At this point, it basically turns into a haunted house film because they get back to <laughs> California, and they are able to kind of sneak along with the the people to where they're taking the dinosaurs. And it's Lockwood's mansion. Basically, all of these dinosaurs, this giant container ship everything the basement of this mansion is ginormous because it's fitting all these dinosaurs in it and they're basically like oh we're going to definitely sneak in but they don't because they're captured they basically someone sees them they're like oh those people shouldn't be here and they're all captured and they're put in a cell in the basement uh meanwhile uh the there's a girl who lives with um uh lockwood uh who's his quote-unquote granddaughter uh, we learn out late, learn later that it's actually she's actually a a clone of her, his daughter uh, in the end, which it, it gets a little more complicated with the next movie. But anyways, um, she's kind of around and she loves dinosaurs and she's basically like, "This is terrible. What are you guys doing? Oh no!" And so she's kind of like doing her own thing and she's she's also like fighting against them to the point where Mills, the, the evil guy, um, 
Lockwood is kind of like, hey, you're evil, and then he just like kills kills him, and it's basically like, hey, don't you know now you're now you're my daughter or whatever to the girl. It's real crazy. Um, anyways, they're they're down and now now our heroes are down in a cell, and they're basically like, how are we going to get out of here? Well, how they're going to get out of here is by having some dinosaur. I'm not. They they throw out all these names. I think I say Wikipedia says it's a Stygimoloch. Stygimoloch. That's the dinosaur. Anyways, it <laughs> smashes through. It smashes through the wall and then their cell and lets them free. And they're able to go up and they what it's they one find of those head ramming dinosaurs. Head ramming, ramming. Yeah, they got the one yeah. with like the yeah the the head ramming one. And so they look down and what's going on there? Uh oh, this isn't just a haunted house filled with dinosaurs. This is a haunted house filled with dinosaurs where they're selling dinosaurs to weapons dealers. Uh oh. So this gets to my second in recap question for you guys. I invite you. Hey, I say I got some. I got a couple tickets. You know, Zach. I got. I got Ooh. two. I got two tickets. Dinosaur auction. You want to go with me? Oh, I got a plus one. I was invited because I'm a, a well-known weapons dealer. But you are my plus one. Are you in? Yes. And you don't have to bid, Zach. You can just have fun. Just have fun. In. Open, bar. Free. Open bar, baby. All right. And then I go to I go to Brom and I go, Hey, Brom. <laughs> Zach wrote me into this stupid dinosaur auction. I don't want to go with him at all. He smells. Do you want the ticket? Yes. Oh, he takes it. Now I go back to Zach and I say, yo, Zach, Brom, I, I, he, he got a ticket too, but he said he's not going to go if you're going to go because you're smelly. He doesn't like your smell. Ah. So what do you do now? Are you, are you still going to go or are you going to basically be like, Brom, deal with the smell? I mean, I'm out. Oh, wow. You don't go. So now I got the ticket again. And I go with Brom, which was the original plan in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> done and done. Wow. All right. Anyways. So clean. Uh, Glad we answered that auction question. Uh, that was one of so your anyways, questions. That was one of the questions. <laughs> so anyways, they're trying to sell. One of the big things they're trying to sell is uh, called in an Indoraptor. It is funny. Some of these uh, some of these fake dinosaurs have Wikipedia pages. No, but it's an Indoraptor. It's a weaponized transgenic dinosaur, uh, which is essentially a, a Velociraptor that they can shoot a laser at someone, and then the Velociraptor knows to go and kill that di- that person or that dinosaur. I guess I'm sure it kills anything you you point the laser at. Um, and so they're like, we got to break up this uh, auction. And so they go out and they do just that. <laughs> Basically, they release that that head ramming dinosaur all over the place can, can we can we just talk for a second about the cost of these dinosaurs like what these dinosaurs were going for i would love to what were they going for they were going for like 10 million dollars or like 20 million dollars like for a freaking dinosaur are you saying it's really low you think it's low? that's what i'm thinking it seems know, really low i don't know it's really low insanely low they're kind of making consider that you're taking them from an island this entire freaking dinosaurs to an island, from an island to another place, to a guy's house in the basement, and you're trading them with drug lords and shit, and they're just buying okay. them for $10 million bucks a pop? I was going to counter I was gonna counter this point because it's all cloning technology, but you're right. They're not selling the cloned dinosaurs, and they seemed pretty clear that they wanted to get those dinosaurs off that island. So I don't know how much their cloning technology is going to benefit them in the future. Right now, it, it is truly... Supply is low. Demand seems quite high. That price should be jacked up. Yes, yes. I mean, there's so many ways I'm sure you can monetize them. They're thinking like weapons and whatnot, but... Are you thinking like uh, like milk and cheese? Milks yeah. and cheeses? Dinosaur milks. And cheeses. Don't forget and the cheeses. cheeses. All right. Anyways. 
uh, they uh, basically disrupt this whole auction. At this point, people start uh, getting totally owned by these dinosaurs, which is what we all came for in the first place. I actually was, I was surprised at how um, kind of horror movie uh, it got at certain points uh, in this. Uh, since we have kind of like a little girl, like, I'm one of the heroes. But also there's like a dinosaur chasing her across a darkened uh, rooftop and like a dinosaur totally eating well, several people. Uh, in but this th- scene. I guess that is, Jamie, that is this director, though. Like, yes, I, I yes. guess, yeah, J.A., B- what is it, Bayana? Bayana? Bayona? Um, but yeah. I guess he does horror films. So. I know, yeah. I, I still, I still, I think the, the how gruesome um, Ted Levine's death was in particular, I was I surprised. Where I think he's like, his like arm is ripped off and he's like basically like crying in a cell as the Velociraptor. It was, it did, was one of the funnier things is that at this point, Ted Levine's character, he shoots the Velociraptor or the Indoraptor with a, uh, with a tranquilizer. And the, and the Indoraptor's like, oh, 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 and like falls down and like is like asleep basically. Playing and possum. then, yeah, but playing possum. And it's just like, I don't care. I think they're, they they lost a little bit of a grasp of how smart these dinosaurs are. Because in the first Jurassic Park, they're basically like fumbling with a door handle. And then they like open a door and people are like, whoa, look at how smart these dinosaurs are. It like, <laughs> it like opened a door. And now it's like, I know what your reaction to me getting shot with a tranquilizer should be. And I'm going to pretend, even though I'm a clone dinosaur that's never interacted with humans, I'm going to pretend to be, you know, asleep. So then I can murder you. And that's like a pretty sophisticated dinosaur, no? Am I wrong? <laughs> uh, I would agree. I would agree. Okay. I agree. I mean, this is like, a, the, like, it's supposed to be like the killing machine, just like expert so, hunter. I mean, I guess at this point, maybe I shouldn't let them Alpha get destroyed predator. by a volcano because this velociraptor or indoraptor. Sorry, I keep saying the wrong dinosaur. Well, this one was, wasn't technically in jeopardy because this was like created after the fact. No, I know, but it's got a human brain. So maybe I should be a little bit more sympathetic to its survival, you know? So it's yeah. just, as, it's seemingly just as smart as a human. Yeah. Anyways, now a bunch of the dinosaurs are loose, wreaking havoc. They're getting chased across rooftops, um, all this stuff. Um, Blue saves them from the Indoraptor because the Indoraptor is chasing after them, all this kind of stuff. They're up on the rooftops. Uh, and then eventually Blue kind of like knocks it off the rooftop and it, it ends up getting impaled. Is that the Yeah, it gets impaled on a okay. yep. triceratops. Yeah. yeah. And Blue and Blue is basically like, is kind of the tri- king of the world. T-Rex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is a bit of the T-Rex in this case in terms of saving everyone, uh, you know. In this case, purposefully, because Blue is their friend. Um, and so then, uh-oh, all the dinosaurs are in danger, though, because the lab, like, dinosaurs are wreaking havoc. Now the lab is going to spew poisonous gas all through, all over the place. And the dinosaurs are going to be destroyed by this gas. And, uh, oh, my God, we've got a toy problem here. It's the exact same issue we had at the beginning. Should we let these dinosaurs die? You know, just like with the volcano. Or should we set them free? And basically, Claire's sitting there, and he's she's like, no, because Chris Pratt's about to, he's like, oh, my God, I own Grady. I got to, he's like, no, we can't. But then, wait a second, clone girl, clone girl shows up. She hits the button. Clone girl does it. And she looks over and she says, they are living beings, too, just like me, so they deserve to live. And everyone goes, yeah. And I'd be the one being there like, what the <laughs> No, yeah, we immediately girl? just have to yeah. kill you them all. The, you just destroyed the ecology. We have to yeah. destroy these dinosaurs now. Everyone's going to be hunting dinosaurs. 
Are you going to be hunting oh, dinosaurs? Like, no, I'm going to be hunting dinosaurs. I'm Owen Grady. I got to hunt dinosaurs for the rest of my life now because of you. Thank yeah. you. That's not my job. The end. You're, ex- you're exactly right. There you go. No, that's well, great. Well, they say, okay. well, before the end, like, they have Jeff Goldblum once again saying, like, well, now we have to learn. Like, it's, like, real dramatic. We have to learn how to coexist with these beasts. And it's, like, them running down the hills of, the hills of Los Angeles and, like, through yep. the forests and woods and whatnot. And it's, like, no, this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> and so so are we all in agreement? This is one of my last questions of the end thing. Are we all in agreement? We would not save those dinosaurs, part two. Correct. Absolutely not. Okay. You Let do not save die. the dinosaurs. You, Don't you, save the dinosaurs. Even, I would be less inclined to save them here than the island, too. Like, the island's like, okay, well, at least, like, if we move them, we can put them into a new zoo on a new island or new facility. Or <laughs> Have whatnot. you seen like, Dominion? This is my, actually, my first post-recap question. Have you guys seen Dominion? Okay, one. I mean, yes. Absolutely, yes, because I love Jurassic Park for the franchise. Because they kind of do that in that second one. It kind of doesn't work out so well. But they move them to a new place and it doesn't really right. work out Right. I'm not saying well. I would do that, but at least there's the outlook that like, okay, we grab them from this island, we move them to some new temporary cells and into a more permanent location on another island or something. Yeah. I also now, now the second dilemma is like, no, you're releasing them just like into mainland. Like, I'm not worried like we're going to let them loose. I'm I'm confident in the United States military and whoever else to like trophy hunters and and whoever just to like kill them all off, but like now like we have to go through all that because that no, the they funniest. can't just they can't just coexist with us. That is the funniest part of the opening of Dominion where they're basically like and dinosaurs are now coexisting with us and you're not allowed to hunt them. And I'm like, why not? <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> we're not allowed to hunt them. The dinosaurs that clearly are wreaking havoc across the land and like eating people. They're showing people getting eaten by dinosaurs. Like, no, 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 don't, we can't shoot them. It's like, no, obviously we would be allowed to shoot them. Just like if there was a lion <laughs> let loose in a neighborhood, they'd be like, yeah, we got to eat somebody. We got to shoot yeah. the, that lion. I'm sorry. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't get to coexist with us. Sorry. Sorry, lion. Yeah. Even if the lion was like super cute. Like, yeah. Even if it was super cute. That's that's right. So we're all in agreement, though. We're all in agreement. I would be hunting dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Whether right. legal or legal, people would be hunting those dinosaurs. That is the recap, guys. Congratulations. <laughs> Excellent job. All right, who's, who's reviewing first? Jamie's always second. So, Zach, do you want to jump in or you want me to do it? Yeah, I'll just jump in, um, <clears throat> get mine out of the way. It'll be kind of short. Um, so I, I uh, eh, uh, mm, mm. I do love Jurassic Park and the franchise and a lot of these movies. And I was a huge fan of Jurassic World. I really am. I, I like that movie. But this movie sucked. It's not a good movie. Did it look cool? Yes. It looked cool, but the, the storyline sucked. The characters weren't interesting. I don't really think any of the characters really changed in most of the movie. And then the whole girl clone shit was just fucking bonkers. And then, yeah, it's we go back to the same point we already talked about. You kill the dinosaurs. You kill the dinosaurs. It's stupid. You kill the dinosaurs. So I feel like this was like... 
Dominion, we talked about Dominion, and I think Dominion has like the worst overall rating on IMDb of all the Jurassic Park films, but I think this movie is the absolute worst Jurassic Park film in the entire franchise. I don't think this movie, I mean, you could completely skip this fucking movie. Like, you don't even need to watch this and go into Dominion, because like, it's just there. It's just this piece that happened. The dinosaurs got off the island, and then they, they got, like, that's the thing. What happened in the whole movie? Well, dinosaurs got off the island. What was the whole fucking point of the house thing? Nothing. So that's three. I'm going to wow. give it a three and because the submarine shit sucked too. So a three. Wow. All right. wow. I, got a, I got a question for you, Zach. Would Ashlyn be disappointed with you right now? No, she does not like this movie either. Okay, okay, okay. She might be disappointed with a three. It's pretty harsh. I'm actually surprised I came in that, that low. That's pretty hot. So, that's pretty hot. I came in hot. But it got me hot. I, I feel it. It pisses me off. So I'm not yeah. so surprised because I'm also I'm also pretty hot and bothered by this uh, this film. I didn't like it. Uh, I think it's better than Dominion, which I actually think some people would would have some contention with. It did get it did get better reviews than Dominion, but still, I think there's some people that would come in and be like, "No, actually, Dominion is better." But um, Fallen Kingdom's bad, but it has it has some moments, has some visuals, has some atmosphere, has things like that. Um, I just think it's incredibly stupid. I can't believe that some of this these plot points made its way into the actual like script in the end, and no one was sitting there being like, "How about let's maybe not do that? Let's let's just like skip that part of it or whatever." And so I, I just and, and Dominion gets even stupider. That's like the crazy thing is like it gets even dumber as it kind of goes along. And so even though I, I remember liking Jurassic World, this one is. It's kind of nuts. And it, you know, I was kind of going insane because I watched both of them back to back. I watched Fallen Kingdom and then I watched Dominion. And it was like five hours of just like Jurassic World, like bad, bad Jurassic World. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of going insane by the end of it. Um, but still, because it's better than Dominion, it has those moments, kind of haunted house feel, some visuals that I liked, things like that. Uh, I'm still going to come in at, 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 a, at a, a four and a half. Okay. Um, you got me. You got me hooked on this idea of like this, like haunted mansion style, or like you're you're starting to make me think like Resident Evil. Like if like it was Resident Evil's like uh, super facility yeah. with like the dinosaurs that escape in that, and like everyone's getting like trapped inside, and now you're like combating like technology, and like beside behind some doors, there's gonna be like a Velociraptor waiting for you and whatnot. There's so many opportunities for like great horror and like creative moments with this. And instead you get this, which is just a, like creativity is dead. It made me think of like Star Wars, how yeah. like the new trilogy somehow just like followed the exact same trajectory and storylines of the original trilogy back in the 70s and 80s. Well, this is the same thing here, right? Because you think exactly. of this first then this one's, this one's Lost World. This is actually this is shocking, Lost World. shockingly yeah. similar to Lost World, even though it should be very different. You know, when you think of the beats, it very much is. Oh, an old man in a mansion told me to go to an island. We've now shipping dinosaurs back and they're loose in San Diego. Yeah. Like that's Lost yeah, World. Exactly. So. And that's what I'm saying. Like at least Star Wars had like two trilogies before they started rehashing over the exact same terrain. Like this is like, here's our first trilogy and we're going to just follow the exact same storyline once again with the second trilogy. It's just, yeah, creativity is dead. If, and if, um, 
you mentioned, uh, I think Zach's one that kind of keeps reinforcing this J.A. Bayona mm-hmm. being like a horror director, and this is supposed to be like a horror movie feel like and whatnot. It's probably hard to pull off, I acknowledge, with the PG-13, what you're aiming for, for your you know producers and everything. Want, want this to be PG-13. It makes it a little difficult and whatnot. But like if I think of like the original Jurassic Park, you know, how iconic that was and the suspense in that movie. If that kind of like is your corollary to like alien then, and then like the second movie is like aliens, like you're going for the action one. Like this felt like this was going for the more action horror. It, it just felt so short though. It was just so um, lame. There's no suspense or, or thrills or anything really. And it. it just felt like it was so on rails and ultimately, you're just going through with these characters that you don't care about. The dialogue was so clumsy and, and boring and uninspired. Chris Pratt, you know, typically just you can't go wrong with Chris Pratt. I feel like even in a bad movie, it's like, oh, Chris Pratt was the highlight or whatnot. Or Chris yeah, like Pratt Mario. was funny or fun. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure he, I'm, you're always going to be able to like rally around like, well, Chris Pratt was fun. Uh, even in this, uh, the, I, I'm sure it was the writing letting him down here just because he's, you know, firing on all cylinders 99% of the time. Just just nothing going for this. It just landed so flat, so boring, so uninspired, so uncreative. I'm going to give like, this a four and a half change, as well. How did his character change? What happened to his character? Like, Are you asking uh, me? No, I mean, his character I became I mean, just like in general. Like, his character... Just what his character gets becomes flatter through the entire series. Like in the first, yeah, you could it, almost see a character. In the second one, <laughs> he becomes like a like a cardboard cutout of himself. By the last one, it's almost a joke. I'm actually wonder if the writers were like, "We're going to make a joke about this," because at a certain point, he meets like <laughs> other characters in the Jurassic franchise. And basically, they're like, "Oh, and you, what do you do? Do you train dinosaurs?" Like, yeah, I, I train dinosaurs. Yeah. He's, I think he's, his introduction is basically like, I am a nothing person. Yeah. That's that's who I am. I am nothing. He stands like, for oh. nothing. He has no true north. He has no ambition. It's, yeah, just so flat. Again, I'm going to give this a four and a half. Um, there's some good visuals in here. Honestly, the best scene in the movie, I think, was the opening scene with the, the submersible and whatnot. You get the lightning shot overhead. It illuminates the water, and you get that gloomy uh, silhouette of the of the monster floating overhead. Like that, that's good suspense. Like that's that's well done. Like you got that in House of the Dragon too. Last episode with the uh, the nuclear option at the end of that at the end of this uh, first season of that. Like you got that here. Like that was well done. And then the rest of the movie. Uh, just nothing, nothing memorable, nothing remarkable, remarkable about it. Um, Hollywood letting us down here with a big franchise and a lot of money, setting it on fire. Avoid it. Just watch the first Jurassic World. And it sounds like for, from from what you guys are telling me, avoid Dominion as well. Just make this a, a one-off standalone thing. Just watch Jurassic World. Enjoy that. And uh, if this ever gets rebooted, it has to get rebooted. Yeah, unless someday. you want to see B.D. Wong looking great. At <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> then skip to me. Uh, yeah. Yippers. That's it. I'm, I'm, uh, right. I'm glad we're on the same page on that. I was afraid like Zach was going to be like just 10, a true 12, Jurassic Park fanboy. 14 inches. No, no, this, was a, this is a bad fucking move, and I still think this is the worst one out of all of them. See, I, I actually, it's, it's kind of funny because I do think there is an argument there, like which one is Fallen <gasps> Kingdom or Dominion, because Dominion's weird, like it's, it gets really weird. And I think there's some Minions. people that would look at that and be like, 
I like it because it's so weird. Like it actually it starts to take some of the risks that this doesn't take and the first one doesn't take. And so Jurassic Park 3 has a 5.9. Is that worse than this? Would you say, Zach? Jurassic Park 3? See, no, I don't. I, I, I think this is worse than Jurassic Park 3. Oh, I definitely okay. think that's true. I think the first trilogy, other than Jurassic World, I think Jurassic World is a solid entry. It's just it's, yeah. it's not particularly original. And so I think it's probably better than, you know, it's possibly the second best you know, in, in reality when you look through them. But the, these ones are the worst too, easily. The Fallen Kingdom and Dominion. Mm-hmm. There's no question about mm-hmm. that. I, I would say. I don't, I don't think there's any question. Um, all right. Do we have any love it or hate it? Oh, we do. Thanks. I want to. I want to hear. Let me see. I want to hear love it first because I really want to hit it with that. I want to ham- I want to bring the hammer down on that hate it. Yeah. Yes. I love it. So let's get to some love it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this comes from Alice Cross, 2000, June 30th, 2019. Me and my parents love it. Mm. This movie's is a great sequel. It has all aspects of a great movie. I loved the visual effects so lifelike. Great comedy throughout in that time <laughs> sad. But I love the idea hat they have now entered a new era at the end of the movie. So interesting. Can't wait for the next movie in 2021. Oh. 109 people found that helpful. Sorry, when was that when was that review from? That review is from 2019. Ah, so they see that's pre-pandemic. They were assuming 2021, they were but they, assuming didn't, they, they did not yep. foresee the pandemic. They did not foresee the pandemic. I couldn't see it on the horizon. That, and that was a 10 out of 10. It's super embarrassing because I was like, in 2019, I was basically like, get ready for the pandemic. We're, we're overdue. You guys remember Spanish flu? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we're ready. Hate it. Okay. This comes from Think Geek. Think Geek, June 6th, 2022. So a little more recent. Think Geek titles this terrible. Hmm. The story is garbage. The new characters are cringe. The kills and violence have been toned down despite being marked as darker the indoraptor was a joke after dominion i hope they reboot just watch primal or play dino crisis five out of five i thought of dino crisis when we were talking about resident evil i'm like man we just i wish this was dino crisis there's still got to be creative <laughs> opportunities out there with dinosaurs you can't tell me we've exhausted them all after three or four movies but this is a, this is a great segue into one of my other post uh, recap questions, guys. What is the next series you want to reboot? We got we got a trilogy. We got a, we got a Star, Star Wars trilogy. We got a Jurassic trilogy. Is there Dread. another? What's that? Dread. You remember Dread? Apparently, they're working on something with Carl Urban. Uh, oh, so it, it'll be it'll be the sequel to the to the reboot. 
Yes, sort of, sort of pseudo sequel, sort of pseudo reboot, because uh, they're rebooting Daredevil. So it's kind of weird, like how you've got this. I get what you're saying. Like a true reboot would be like probably new actors, new staff, and whatnot. But they're they're kind of well, yeah, doing that with Daredevil. But, it's, it's but a I want to I want to I want to reboot hard. Dread, like a whole new series. I want to keep Carl Urban though as sure. my as my titular character. Yeah, so uh, that's a I'm, good one. I'm, I'm sure there's another one I'd think of that's a better one if I if I thought about it more. But that's I I, I really enjoyed that uh, that initial reboot. That was a great movie. What, uh, what's to, your answer to it, Jamie? I think I need to. I, I I think one of the great tragedies of her time, guys. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. Is uh, Friday Ooh. the Thirteenth uh, being tied up in litigation and not being able to release Friday the Thirteenth films? Like it's just like it's absurd. It's the it's the silliest of the f- horror franchises. It should be releasing all the time because it doesn't matter if they're particularly good or bad. But it just matters. That's that, interesting. That is is it is it not me? I, I feel like I've seen Jason. Is that because they're not be able to reboot Friday the Thirteenth, but they're able to like have the Jason character, like Jason versus. Friday the 13th yeah, is Jason, like 20 right? years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was a long time ago. And, and they haven't re- – since they did the Michael Bay reboots, there hasn't been a oh, Friday the okay. 13th specifically because it's been tied up. So there's been a lot of like rumors, oh, there's going to be a new movie, there's going to be a new movie, there's a new movie. But it's been tied up at the same time that something like Halloween is releasing films. Okay. Uh, and I love Halloween. Right. Halloween's a great franchise. But Friday the 13th is the franchise in horror yeah. that should there's be releasing like all the time. Halloween movies. I just had that – question pop up at trivia a couple months yeah, ago yeah the one that's kind of weirdly taking its place which for there's really very little reason why is texas chainsaw texas chainsaw is like constantly releasing like all the time there's always these texas chainsaw films um mostly not good which is fine there's no reason for them to necessarily be good but it's weird that that one ended up being the thing that kind of became more like what friday the 13th friday the 13th should just be like it's halloween guess what's out Friday the Thirteenth. Part yeah, I mean, that's, you, they pretty it's much great. like you. They did it with Saw because it works. Like you just, it's it. it you know, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. You, a yeah. masked villain is the same as just a different it's killing machine. It's modular. It's just, yeah, just keep going. Yeah. Just keep going. Zach, Zach, do you have an answer? What you want to reboot? Honestly, I mean, I've been sitting over here trying to think of something, and I'm, I'm, t- I'm kind of really overall anti reboot shit. Because it just most of it just stains my mouth with shit. So I kind of don't have anything that I want to see rebooted. I just want to see new shit. Like I just want to see new stuff that actually makes me think. And it's not just like just visual effect porn. I agree agree with that. Like everything that I can think of, I don't want to be ruined by what we're seeing Hollywood do. Like with case in point, Jurassic world, fallen kingdom. Um, I disagree. I'm the franchise guy. Love franchise. I, I, you know what? Okay. Actually, my, I changed my answer. I want a second Mummy movie starring Tom Cruise. <laughs> that's what I want. Uh, I, I enjoyed the, the Brendan Fraser mummies. That's a, that's a good answer. You know uh, what? If, Bring if, them if, together. If, if they were going to do together. it right, if I knew it was going to be done right, uh, obviously, if it, if it, it has to be done right. But like uh, Lord of the Rings. But that's so, the, the original is so good. Like you, it, it has to somehow outdo that. Like or otherwise, yeah, don't touch it. With Tom uh, Cruise, that's how you got to do it. With Tom Cruise, yeah, because uh, the TV series all, ended up. He would ended do up all sucking. the stunts himself. That's the point. He that's would do true. all of the stunts. That definitely has do. value to it. I do love yeah. Tom Cruise. I'm not a I'm not a Tom Cruise hater. Uh, all right, Edge of um, Tomorrow. Our Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise. Reboot that. That was good. Alien. I love that movie. 
Alien? Reboot, reboot to, you know the thing? That's John a, Carpenter's that, The Thing? You know what? No, Alien, Alien's a good answer. Alien's a good answer from the point of view of like it was a franchise that had set, it had a bunch of movies like kind of in series. And now you say, reboot, reboot it. it. Reboot it. All right. Um, I'm going to skip over some trivia since this doesn't matter. And we've wasted all this time with my questions, which are good. I love my questions. So don't even worry about it. But I will quickly do a Phantom Zone. Engage the Phantom. Phantom's engaged, sir. Um, no uh, worries here because we got Jeff Goldblum. Obviously, we all know him from, and we can all say it together. Steve Zissou, right? Life Aquatic. Yep, I was going to say uh, Life, Life Aquatic. Aquatic. Steve Zissou. Easy, uh, easy enough. Uh, he shows up very briefly in this one, uh, but that's enough uh, for me. Uh, and then, so do you want to quickly do a uh, Jeopardy? Sure. This is yeah. a great one. This is a really fun Take one. Take your time. So we're, we're, we're good. We're good. Take your we're time. Gonna, Don't was, speak for me. Yeah. This is super, this is a super fun one. Uh, summer movies is the category. Summer movies, guys. Ooh. Uh, is Jaws much. one of the uh, answers? It's not. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, so, Zach, somehow you gave the lowest score, so you get to go first. Do you want 400, 800, 1,200, 1,600, or 2,000? 2,000, Bob. Wow. You want to go 2,000? This, is, yep. this could be a tough one. Okay. It's a it's a video one. So it's it's Kevin Hart. So pretend I'm Kevin Hart. I'm not going to be doing a voice or anything like that, but just pretend I'm Kevin okay. Hart. Okay. And he's voicing Snowball at this point. So you know how much he voice work he did for Snowball. Um, I had an announcement to make in this 2016 animated film, Death is Coming to Brooklyn, and it's got buck teeth and a cotton tail. Is it the Secret Life of Pets? It is the secret life of pets. I wanted to make sure that you had the wording what? exactly correct. And that is true. It is the secret life of pets. Very good. What? 2,000 points. Oh, my God. Right. That's a three. That's a half court shot right oh there. Oh, my God. All right. I was sitting um, here got, got just big, running like when you visual the answer, trailers like, nah, through that my head. Right. I mean, in my brain also, I was like, is secret the right word here? Oh, it is. And that's what, life see, like, pets. I'm literally sitting there. I'm just like, what's that weird worded animal movie that came out? No. <laughs> All yep. right. Now you got you got you got a lot of a big gap to make up from. So do you want 400, 800, 1200 or 1600? Let's do the 1200. It's a good one because I think you might get this one. Okay. It was more park and less wreck for this actor who's back as Owen in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Uh who played who is, Owen? Who is Chris Pratt? Very good. Okay, 1200, <laughs> what? 2000. That was That's a $1200. 1200. <laughs> Uh, all right, 400, Beautiful. 800, or 1,600, Zach. Well, give me the 1,600. I think you Quit might putting be the boot poised. putting the boot my throat. I think you might be poised to get this one, and you might see why. Computer and TV screen images are made of these, the title of a 2015 movie about video game characters wow. attacking Earth. He's been talking about this movie all day, Jamie. <laughs> there is absolutely no way this is – it's pixels. It's pixels. pixels. Do you actually pixels. like that movie, Zach? I Ashlyn and I loved it. It, it was maybe it, maybe it just hit right. Maybe it's because I was hung over from an Adam Sandler party. <laughs> I don't know, but it was a fun movie, and I'm a huge Josh Gad fan, and okay. I thought he was fucking hilarious in it, and I really liked Pixels. I thought it was just fun. All right, Brom, four hundred, eight hundred. You can't even make up the gap, so it doesn't matter so much. What do you want? I need him to. I need him to blow the eight hundred dollar question. So four hundred. <laughs> uh, in two thousand seventeen, there was plenty of robotic performances in the Last Night, a continuation of this action film series. 
Say it one more time. In 2017, oh, there was plenty what is of Transformers. Robotic- yes, it's Transformers. All right, now you got to you got to buzz in, guys. You got to buzz in. So he could okay. just oh. he, he could just lay off the buzzer. Not to not to spoil the strategy here, but uh, eight hundred. Uh, Steve Carell voiced the main character and also his twin brother Drew, who was up to no good in this three. Buzz. What is it? What is Minions? It is not Minions. Incorrect. Oh, Incorrect. Um, buzz. What is it? Despicable me. Oh, Despicable me. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. He's got it. So I was gonna. I was even gonna allow you to try out the final Jeopardy if if you just had an, even a shot, Brom. But you don't. You didn't have a shot. You didn't have a <laughs> shot. Didn't have a shot. No. No. Zach. Hey, Brom, Zach just destroyed. Next time, it, so. bring your A game. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing I can do. You're 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 better. All right, and, and just, just quick, fell right into his lap. My goodness, yeah, I know it was a crazy one. Well, that, um, that Pixels question couldn't have been more perfect. It was God. crazy. You picked it as you as you were going through picking. I was like, I hope he picks the Adam Sandler one. I was like, Oh, he <laughs> did. Um, and just one last question before I move on from my uh, section, guys. This is the last one on my list here. Um, are clones twins? It's a big question for BadMovieTwins.com. That's BadMovieTwins.com. Do you do you think like if you think of clones, like would this be a twin movie? Would would Fallen Kingdom have been a twin movie? No. Zach, what's your opinion? It's a clone movie. Uh, uh, clone movie, not a twin movie. I do not think twin. I agree. A twin requires you being like, formed it, in the womb with your twin. Is multiplicity... Clone, clone, a clone movie yeah. and a twin movie are two separate things. Yeah, definitely. Right. right. I agree. I agree. It was a hard question, but I think I agree with you guys. So that I, I'm glad we hashed that out. Me too. I'm glad we solved the uh, twin clone crisis. All right. All right. My turn? I think so. Hit me with it. Tube three, ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. Give it to me. All right, so as I alluded to, uh, I have updated our official spreadsheet of Submersion. Uh, Excited about that. Uh, It'll help us. Uh, I'm thinking about making it uh, uneditable but accessible for our viewers so they can see what we've got coming up. Uh, This will help us with scheduling and things like that as well. And you can just go back and see, you know, informative information about, you know, movies that we've reviewed, uh, where our scores landed. This will help us. This will help our our listenership. Uh, And it's informative. I'm, I'm I'm a data and analytics guy. I uh, love crunching numbers. Love looking at these numbers here. They're they're attractive numbers. What can I say? Uh, but in doing so, and getting all of this together and organized, I learned some new stuff. Got some important questions answered. You know, we've talked about has has Patrick been on the podcast more than Alex at this point? Things like that. Uh, we have those answers now because everything Whoa. has been flushed out. We've got the points of data. Let's jump in here with some submersion fun facts for 2023 to kick us off here. Some new fun facts for everybody. Fact number one. Submersion episodes have been recorded with tonight included in the year 2023, 2022, 2021, 2020, 2019. How far back do I go? 
2018. For sure, yeah. In 2017, guys. Oh, my God. I would not have guessed the 17. I would not have guessed the 17. We recorded many episodes in 2017, but they weren't released until 2018. That was the uh, the original buffet of 10 episodes. Uh, I forgot about that. I forgot Kyle, like, held them, right? Yep. Uh, wow. so if Guys, I, that's a long time ago. Extrapolate the math. <laughs> there's probably five or six episodes that were recorded all the way back in 2017. I was only fifth, I was time. only 15 when we started. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you look great. You're a regular BD Wong. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I think it would be the opposite if I was true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one here for you guys. Fun fact number two. We've had a guest reviewer on how many episodes. I'll let you guys guess on this number here. A guest reviewer uh, on how many episodes? That's a good... We've does, had so 20, mean, 20 guest wait, reviews, but 19 episodes featured a guest review. Because one episode had two guest reviews. Oh. But now you're wait, asking... So what's the question? Yeah, what's the question? How many episodes have had a guest reviewer on? So someone to sit with us through the recap and give their review of the film. But didn't you just say it? You just said it. I did not give the number. Oh, I thought you said twenty nineteen. Like yeah, twenty nineteen. I said the you number. Said, you said twenty. You said, like you said 20, twenty, but then there was nineteen where because there was there was nineteen oh, episodes, but one of them double. Yeah, you said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we got confused with what you were actually oh, asking. Oh my god! Jimmy, I've been drinking wine, like... guys. I'm a half bottle deep. <laughs> well, there you go. We've had a guest <laughs> reviewer on nineteen episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to go back and listen to that. Second. Genuinely, can't even like replay it in my brain. Like, there's no way. I'm like, there's no way I said the number. And you said 20. <laughs> then you said it was actually 19 because we had two on one episode. Wow. <laughs> it's happening, people. The magic of wine. Uh, I got to do fun facts on the, the invention of wine at some point. Um, 19, though. Guess how many then, I will not say this number, were Patrick. Oh, how many um, times has Patrick joined us? Ten. I'm gonna guess ten. That's a good. That's a good guess. I would say. Actually, I would say more than that. I'd say twelve. Oh, fantastic guesses, guys. Correct answer: thirteen. Mm-hmm. Patrick has Ooh. joined us for thirteen episodes. Alas, Alex has been still on over fifty episodes with us. Wow. So. Nice. I, wow. Okay. Yeah. We need Patrick to get has we need some to get ground back. to make out. Yeah, it's hard to believe he's been on one third of the episodes. It really doesn't feel like it. But uh, Alex has been... There's all the time back in the beginning. That's Mm -hmm. true. A couple of little fun facts here and doing my re-listening and getting scores uh, to fill out the spreadsheet. Episode 139, uh, Torpedo U-235. Kyle, Jamie, and myself harmonized in singing which Aerosmith song? Know what this would be? This would be... um, Is it the one from Armageddon? <laughs> uh, yeah. Sleep because I miss you, baby. That's exactly Yeah. And that'll be yeah. a trivia question someday when Brom, Jamie, and Zach harmonized on it. That is the correct answer. Don't want to miss a thing. There were some Armageddon <laughs> yeah. uh, references there in Torpedo U-235. Uh, in episode 146, Jungle Cruise, for the first time ever, Jamie dubbed his review segment the J spot. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I, didn't, 
<laughs> is that a real? Is that real? That is a real fact. You're like, oh, I'm gonna come in here, guys. I'm gonna come in here second with the with the Jamie spot, uh, the J spot, if you will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I must have Episode one forty six. I was the only person laughing at it. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> but I was dying. Uh, speaking of Jamie, he's pitched dozens of podcast ideas during submersion episodes. A few of my favorites include a podcast about full body burns. A oh, podcast, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> a podcast just, yeah. uh, about movies filmed in the Salton Sea and Stormcast, mm. the podcast described by Jamie as dedicated to talking about every storm that rolls through. <laughs> 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 I love that. Stormcast. <laughs> so I like the I like the how intermittent that would be. Sure. Like, like a storm starts rolling through and you gotta do stormcast. Sometimes just a very middling storm, just like, eh. Couple uh you know, a roof was blown off a lanai was blown off of that uh, motorhome over there. Wanna talk about it? Yeah, let's hop on the let's hop on the pod. Yeah, I, you know, uh, I actually, I got a new, I got a new podcast idea. If you guys want to hear it out, yeah, sure. It's it's talking about uh, all the um, Ed Harris. It's basically just called the Ed Harris cast, or the Harris cast, or the E H cast, or the Ed Ed cast, Ed TV. What about um, the Harry E D cast? Harry E D. And um, <laughs> it's basically talking about all the movies that he's in, uh, which includes actually, I don't know if you knew this, but he was supposed to be in uh, Fallen Kingdom. Um, oh. but I don't know, like it, it fell through when he, um, made his demands on which role he would play. Do you know what role he wanted to play in the film? Well, probably uh, every dinosaur. The right? Indoraptor? Yeah. The Indoraptor? Come on guys. It was obviously blue, the hero of the film. Oh. Um, but then they were, they were totally open. They were like, definitely mocap, get, get your mocap <laughs> on. He was like, no, I'm going to be fully in the nude paint body paint and that's how we're doing it now and uh, they had to they had to decline um, shoot because yeah they said they were going for pg-13 that would obviously give them an uh, x-ray <laughs> so they couldn't do it but they were open to that too uh, if they could have gotten the just PG-13. hanging brain exactly uh, uh, wow that would have that would have bumped up the score for me uh, but that's it and that would have really- been that's a preview for the episode of the the next uh, ed harris cast or the uh, ed tv as we call it all right. Well, that's it for me. Nice. Uh, we can end it there. Or uh, I was I was going to say in my research, going through all my notes, I found that I had a, a top 10 movies from the past 10 years uh, that we used on the underwater episode. Uh, and we had a friend, Bridget, asking, you know, appealing today on our Discord for new movies to watch. Uh, and we gave wow. a list of recommendations. Uh, it wasn't just pigeonholed to the past 10 years it was just any movies she's not a big movie buff so uh, we had a lot of people chiming in with some of their favorite movies but i saw this here and it made me think about this past year really if there was any new movies that i was able to add to my list of uh, favorite movies and i gotta say i really enjoyed and we we hadn't we hadn't really talked we missed so much of this past year we recorded in like january and uh, we missed out until uh, just last month or so uh, so I was wondering if you guys had watched anything in this past year that uh, uh, immediately jumped onto your favorite movies. Obviously, I, I really enjoyed The Batman and uh, Top Gun Maverick. I think Top Gun Maverick probably breaks into like my top 15, top 20 movies of all time. I thought it was that good. 
Are you talking about 2022 films or just films we watched in 2022? I guess it could be films you watched for the first time in 2022, but yeah, I mean, uh, the 2020, 2022 I, films as well. I'm yeah. thinking, uh, I got to think of this as 2022 films. I can't think of it as watching a new film right. in 2022, but I'm going to, I mean, just right off the top, I, the Batman, that was so fucking kick-ass. I loved it. And I know that's just a big fucking superhero movie, but I really did like that movie. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. Um, but I got to kind of, I don't know, I guess I got to kind of go through some real quick. I really like yeah. Prey. Prey was good. Oh, yeah, that was but, a good one. The Predator. I'm going to be a little, yeah. I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a bit of a bait, a basic B, if you will. Um, sure. Yeah. Uh, but Tar, if you guys haven't seen Tar, um, really tar? very, T-A-R, 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 um, probably yeah. going to get nominated for best picture. Um, uh, oh, right and, here it is. <laughs> and it is, and it probably going to win best actress for Kate Blanchett. I thought it was very good. Uh, it's quite long, but. Yeah, it was one of those films that me and Patrick saw in theaters. We came out, we're like, do we like that? I'm not so sure. And then we discussed it all the way out into the parking lot, discussed it for like 40 minutes further in the parking lot as we just like hashed out everything and continued to talk about it for the next couple of days. And by the end of it, it's like, oh yeah, no, I really like that. Um, yeah, and so it's one cool. of those films that just kept on talking, talking, talking all the way through the different things. It's very ambiguous, um, pristine script. I mean, if, if there was going to be something that I point to is like obviously the acting was amazing in it but the script is just like everything is very purposeful um and precise but ambiguous so there's a lot to hash and chew chew on um as you kind of uh work your way through uh, the film in the end and then one i watched actually just recently that i was surprised that i liked um and i would say like top gun maverick batman these are all ones that i uh, enjoyed quite a bit as well uh, but one I was surprised by is I actually watched Elvis and I've been putting it off. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to watch oh, Elvis. Yeah. I'm not going to watch Elvis. I'm not going to watch Elvis. I watched Elvis. I was like, oh, this is pretty good for like a for like how bad it could be. Like mm-hmm. like biopics can be pretty bad, and I just mm-hmm. thought it was really inventive. Um, and the way that they did that, uh, kind of maybe got started to get a little bit, you know, paint by numbers at the end as it mm-hmm. tried to like land the plane on its biopicness. Um, but I actually thought it was it was a lot of fun yeah. and gave you the idea of what it what it probably felt like to watch someone like Elvis um, at the time, uh, which must have been a thrilling experience. Sure, that's awesome. Yeah, it was good. I liked Elvis too. Yeah, I, need to, I need to watch movie. that. I need to watch that. And and like like my I guess my corollary to your experience with Tar, uh, probably the closest thing for me would be uh, Das Boot. Honestly, uh, mm. watching that the first time, coming out of it, like I knew I liked it when I finished it, but I was like it's just one that I thought about. It's just constantly just like running around in my head. And when I wasn't actively applying myself to something over like the next 48 hours, my mind would just drift uh, thinking about that movie. And it just kept growing on me and growing on me and thinking more about, you know, the the messaging of that movie. And whatnot. And that's one that really grew into just being like, wow, it's just like uh, one of my favorite movies of all time now. So uh, is there one a, that you would anti something any, to check out? Any, any anti-recommendations by you guys? Is there one where you're like, eh, F that movie? That's a tougher question to answer. Over the that past, that is a tougher question. Not for me because I watch flat. so many horrible. I watch so many horrible <laughs> movies, and I have like a bunch, sure. like at my fingertips, uh, to be like, yeah, one I'm watch. I was watching today. I actually haven't quite finished it, but I was just watching Firestarter, the mm-hmm. new, uh, the new um, Stephen King adaptation. Yeah, Zach, Ef- Zach Efron, Zach Efron, Zach Efron. Oh, wolf! Oh, wolf! It is. Good. Not good. No, it is not good. And then if you if, if people want to 
um, see some kind of sad action. Uh, both both the Liam Neeson films this year, Black Light and uh, and Memory, both of those are some dire stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm not surprised about there. that. Not good, I, was, but. I was a little disappointed with Black Phone. It was still a good movie, but uh, that was probably one of the more disappointing 2022 films that I watched this year based on what I kind of built up in my head that it was going to be. I thought it was going to be awesome, and it fell a little short for me. Zach, you got anything? I, I'm lo- trying to look through a list because, like, honestly, I can't think of something. I don't know. I just feel like any... I you and know. I went and saw Nope together. I, th- I thought that kind of fell middle of the pack for me. Oh, all right. I yeah. love Nope. I love I, Nope. I wouldn't. I would not steer away from that at all. I, uh, I would think. I, uh, the, I, first, I found Nope very unsettling. Actually, that would have been that would be a good answer for one. That's better than Elvis. I, I like Nope better than Elvis. But um, the one thing I would say about Nope is that like Tar is so ambiguous and kind of self-contained that you can really hash it out. Like you could just talk with someone about it a bunch, and there's no like writer. It's not necessarily like a writer wrong to it like you, you can just kind of like you know chit chat about it and, and figure it out nope <laughs> it seems like it seems like there's some some deep thinking going on and some allegories to, to oh, history absolutely. of hollywood and stuff like that where i'm mm-hmm. just like i don't know any of this like i'm not sure how long to pick this I mean, i'm gonna need to i had to like read like reviews and like analysis of the film to finally be like oh, okay yeah i get i get those aspects of it but I found it deeply unsettling, uh, which I guess is, you know, I, at the time, as I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is, this is why I'm watching it. So I'm, I'm quite enjoying this, that like, I'm finding this like idea of this, this particular alien quite unsettling. It's like, mm-hmm. a, it's like a, it's like a much better version of signs in a lot of ways. Like the aliens and signs are like super silly. Um, and then this alien and nope, I was like, oh boy, I find this like deeply unsettling, which that's the point. So I liked it quite a bit. Yeah, I thought it was good. It's kind of middle of, middle of the pack, though. I think I probably I watched maybe like six or seven 2022 films this year. It's probably kind did of in you the go, middle for me. Did you guys me. watch uh, um, Everything Everywhere? Oh, I did not. I did not. Oh, you have. I've okay. heard a lot okay. of people want to. said so they not, that uh, one. Yeah, so, so we can, maybe we can discuss that on a future episode. Yeah. Was there a I submarine? <laughs> <laughs> there was not a submarine, which is surprisingly. If you think about the, the film, you would think that there <clears> would be a submarine. And maybe there was, and you just miss it. I have no idea. All right. Do we have anything else? I don't think so, Zach. Play us out with a with your favorite sound clip. It's Zach Facts. It's Zach Facts when you're going down. It's Zach Facts when you're going down. All right. I completely forgot about Zach Facts. <laughs> I thought this was all part of your bit. <laughs> Sorry. Not a bit. Letting my friend down here. Zach Facts, honestly, one of my favorite segments. I can't believe I forgot. Zach, regale us here. I'm going to go over under 3.5, Jamie. <clears throat> under. I always Going win. Three. All right. I'm, I'm thinking he's got four or more. Give it to me, Zach. <clears throat> <clears throat> well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first time ever. We have a first time ever ever and this is because there's so many chris pratt fans out there they were tweeting up a storm they were blowing up social media i mean there's been nothing going on in the news or in the world so they're just all blowing it up all about all they all they want is the chris pratt zach facts there's got to be a pun in there somewhere so here it comes pratt pratt facts this is the chris pratty wacky zacky faxy fact number one Chris Pratt demanded to be called Chris Bratty and would be spanked 15 times a nighty night. (laughs) 
Fact I mean, number two, huh. <laughs> Ricey Dally Wally drank and would only drink Fuji Wooji Water Wooey. <laughs> what is happening? I'm not enjoying this. And the last one, fact number three. Is Jamie, you won. Hi, uh, yeah. No, wow. no diny whinies were hurt during the filming of this movie Wooey. Oh, there it is. Wow. Do you, do you feel um, like a winner right now, Jamie? No, I'm normally, no, yes, I do. Because normally <laughs> I go under so that if he gives, gives us more facts, I feel still like a winner. But I would not have felt like a winner. This is the only <laughs> winning situation is less of that and whatever that was. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that was, but uh, I'm, I, I, for one, I'm glad it happened. That, that was for a very small select few fans out there. Thank you for listening to Submersion. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also love to get messages from all of you. If you have a suggestion, a comment, or just anything you'd like to share, please email us at maceaststudios at gmail.com. 